Okay, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Innovations in Education, eSchool News' podcast on the latest and greatest happenings in ed tech. I'm Kevin Hogan, editor-at-large, and I'm glad you found us. On this week's listen, we tackle some of the disheartening latest numbers on learning loss, some possible ways to recover from it, and a hopeful peek into the future use of data. I guess we'll start with the bad news first. Uh, The third in a series of research briefs by NWEA Research was dropped this week. It's called Learning During COVID-19, an update on student achievement and growth at the start of the 2021-2022 school year. The research obviously focuses on understanding how the pandemic has affected student reading and mathematic outcomes. Key findings include Uh, that student achievement at the start of the school year was lower compared to a typical year with larger relative declines in math, nine to 11 percentile points uh, than reading, which was also down, but just from three to seven percentile points. Another finding that achievement was lower for all student groups in the fall of 2021. However, historically marginalized students and students in high poverty schools were disproportionately impacted particularly in the elementary grades that were studied. And finally, another big finding was that student gains across the pandemic from fall of 2019 to fall of 2021 lag norms for pre-pandemic growth, and that's especially in math. So while none of these findings are necessarily surprising, it is important to reflect on them. Thankfully, just a short scroll away on eschoolnews.com in the top news for this week is a piece written by Melissa Sununu. She's president and chief operating officer for Classworks, and she proffers up some solutions and specifically yet another education acronym. Ed Geeks so truly love acronyms. Uh, This one's called MTSS. The piece is titled, When It Comes to Learning Loss, Don't Reinvent the Wheel. Here's a snippet. She writes, multi-tiered systems of support, or MTSS, have been around in education for almost 20 years. The process is designed to identify students who need interventions and ensure they receive the combination of supports that will make them most successful. MTSS includes processes to continually check that the interventions are working. The process also includes identifying the social, emotional, and behavioral needs of the students while setting up the right supports. Effective MTSS considers the whole child. When implemented properly, it is an amazing framework that ensures all students receive the right intervention services and supports for the best chance at college and career success. She goes on to prescribe a variety of tactics uh, using existing frameworks and don't have to, as we go back to the title, reinvent the wheel that can help school districts right now. And that includes getting teacher buy-in to the use of these frameworks, improve professional development, and also simplifying systems to where you're not spending more time in the framework as opposed to just using it. And again, she writes, ask any teacher and they will say the most difficult aspect of a tiered support system is effective and efficient progress monitoring. It can be labor intensive and it gets boiled down to documentation instead of valuable tools for determining what is or what isn't working in a student's intervention. Seek guidance from expert organizations such as the National Center for Intensive Intervention, NCII, another acronym, which publishes recommendations on valid and reliable tools. The NCII tool chart includes screening and progress monitoring tools that work together and automatically deliver evidence-based interventions. This would be a good link to share with anybody who may be having particularly uh, difficult times when it comes to the state of schools right now. 
because as difficult as things are, there are answers out there. Be sure to go check it out. How about we finish up with some good news? Had a great conversation last week on one of the most popular topics in the ed tech space right now. It's on the eSchool News site under the webinar tab, and it's called Gauging the Impact of Personalized Learning. The event panelists included Bill Daggett. He's the founder of Successful Practices Network and the International Center for Leadership and Education. Nayoko McCoy, Senior Vice President and Chief Academic Officer at Stride. And Phil Emer, he's a principal at AWS K-12 Vertical Team. And while the entire hour is worth a listen, I found the last 10 minutes or so to be almost poignant as I asked each of the guests to look forward to the future of whatever normal is going to look like in, in education. Here's what Phil had to say. So I, I think data systems and the sort of aggregation of data at the district level, the state level, the federal level, the student level is going to become much more standardized and operationally relevant. Right now, there's a lot of data, right? It's just not super usable. And so I think that's one of the things. And I feel like we, we took a whack at it during Race to the Top when instructional improvement systems were kind of the, the thing of the day, which were similarly consuming data. But I feel like we're, we're getting to a place where we know what to do with data systems. School districts, policymakers, leaders are, are taking it super seriously and industry are, are providing tools to help make that happen. So I think data is going to, you know, will be authoritative, accessible, and a, a key piece of all these, these systems moving forward. I also think that we will have policies that better support the resources necessary, particularly at the state level, providing school districts and departments of ed with the kinds of resources they need to maintain and support those uh, data systems and the kinds of positions that, that school districts are going to need. And then finally, I think machine learning will sort of finally make its way substantially into education as really the game changer relative to, to personalized learning. We have to train those models, you know, build those systems. And I think, uh, you know, machine learning uh, on, layered on top of that data with help from some policies uh, is where we'll be. Good stuff right there. And hopefully we'll leave you with your glass half full for this week. That about wraps it up for this episode. Be sure to check back on eschoolnews.com for all the latest and greatest news and analysis for what's happening in the ed tech space. Eschool News is always free and always helping innovative educators just like you. Until next time, I'm Kevin Hogan.